I'm telling you, that is a shit opinion. And I'm telling you, you're too young to understand the nuance of Sonic. Nuance? Sonic has about as much nuance as Magnolia Paint. Mario has a way superior series of games and franchise as a whole. Even the movie was better. Plus, fuck you, Ted. I'm two years older than you. I won't negotiate on this. <laughs> He's pretty defensive, that hedgehog. You're not going to change his mind. You're going to let him live his life with such wrong opinions. If he's happy, he's happy. So, you agree with me? Well, I didn't say that. But you didn't not say that. Eyes on the road, Teddy. Yeah, Teddy. Starting early with the sisterly bullying, I see. Well, the wedding is only a month away. You're practically already my brother. That means you're going to be treated like it. Better get used to being picked on, Teddy Bear. Fuck! Dickhead! B, it's okay. I've got this. We're okay. It's not you I'm worried about. It's every other idiot on the road driving like a maniac in this storm. Oh, we're good, bitches. Nothing's gonna happen to us. B? Beatrice? Beatrice? Huh? Uh, I'm here. What? You've been staring out that window for a while. Was I interrupting a good monologue or something? Something like that. You okay? Mm-hmm. Want a cuppa? Are you going to make it for me? Yeah, I haven't quite figured out how to move things yet. But once I do, I'll fantasia the shit out of this place. What kind of entity are you, anyway? You tell me. You were always the brains. Hey, Beatrice. Hey, back in the room. Come on. God, are you the ghost or am I? Are you sure you don't want to head home? I'm behind on a lot of stuff. I need to get started on things. Avoiding Emma? That may be part of it. I told you it was a bad idea to hold a seance. She could have just yelled at me. I'd have heard it either way. But she needed a channel to hear your replies, and if she didn't get it all off her chest, then she wouldn't have... It doesn't matter. It's done. How long is she going to be staying with us? Her dad's given her indefinite leave from work to come look after me, and she doesn't have anything until spring. How generous of him. Can't you two be civil? Even now? You've had your punch-up. Isn't that enough? She's the one who wanted to use you as a telephone to yell at me about bullshit that we both know you weren't ready to talk about yet. I mean, look what it's done to you! It wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad? You can hardly focus your eyes! You're doing it again! Beatrice! Beatrice? And I can come back if I have any questions. Any time, any hour. I put my personal phone number on the back of the card, so if you need me after hours, you can contact me. We have our appointment on Thursday, but if you need me before then, either come right back here or call. Thanks. I'm going to be alright, aren't I? I promise. Things will be no different tomorrow than they were yesterday. You're still you, Liz. Now get going. It looks like it's going to start chucking it down any minute, and you're going to want to get a move on before those two tear each other apart. Thank you again. Stay safe, Beatrice. Oh, thank God you're back. She's been grumbling at me passive-aggressively ever since you left, and she hasn't been able to hear any of my witty remarks. That'd shut her up. Hey, B, tell her I said... Stop with the B. Let's just... Get the serving done with. You two, to the table. Before we begin, 
I want you both to promise you will stay civil. This is a taxing process and I don't want to be further exhausted by dealing with your bullshit. I'll try. I'll try harder. The room has been cleansed. Emma, take my hands. I, Beatrice Gould, would like to reach out to the spirit of Theodore Gimble. I am welcoming his spirit to use myself as a means of communication to Emma Cole. No other spirit is welcome in this place at this time. If you are not of good intentions, you are not welcome here. Then how will Ted get to... Ted, take it easy on me. Long time no see, Cole. Ted, I'd say it's good to see you, but I can't, and uh, I'd be lying. So she can still hear us. Sorry, Trissy. What is it you want? Why are you here? Why am I here? You wanted to put Beatrice through a seance to ask why I'm here. I need to figure it out so I can get rid of you and she can go back to living like a normal person. Wow. I have never felt so wanted. Even as a ghost, you find ways to make me feel even more invisible. Don't blame me for your insecurities, Gimbal. This isn't about you or me. It's about her. Aren't you supposed to have some sort of unfinished business? If we can finish it, then you can move on, right? Beatrice and I already went over this. Many times. Weeks ago. And nothing. Nothing. Nothing that can be achieved, anyway. Well, let's checklist it. What did you do? We tried having me confess some old secrets and fears, fulfilling mundane wishes like watching films I'd always wanted to. She even took my ashes to Anfield to watch a match. Nothing. What else did you try? You don't want to know. Oh! Ow! Sorry, B, it was too good of a joke to pass up. You can be hurt. Don't get any ideas. Only the leader of a seance can make contact with the spirit. So why doesn't she just kill you off for a second time? Oh, of course you'd think of that. B isn't heartless like you. She also isn't a killer. Like you are. That's not fair. Don't talk to me about fair, Ted. Your actions killed her sister. You took away the only family she had left, and then you had the audacity to die as well, leaving her truly alone. It wasn't my fault. The other driver was way over the- No, Ted. You can't pin this on someone else. You saw how bad it was out there, and you didn't listen to her when she told you she wanted to wait it out, because you still decided that you were good enough to navigate driving home through a storm. Well, you're not, Ted. No one is. And now look at you. And look at her. And you're still haunting her. But now I'm here, and I won't rest until you let her go. Don't you start this guilt trip bullshit with me, Emma. It's always the same with you, isn't it? No one else is allowed to fuck up but you, especially me. But you've never liked me, have you? Now he's getting it. No, no, I don't like you. Then while I may not be perfect, I'm far better than you ever were. Not to her. And you couldn't stand that, could you? Knowing that she would always choose me over you, leaving you nothing but a side character in her life. Not now you're no longer here. You can't ruin her life when you aren't even in it. You are out of order. Both of you.
Beatrice? Sorry, I'm just... tired. No, it's fine. I'm sorry. This is our fault. You told us to take it easy, and as usual, we couldn't stop from bickering like children. You don't need to keep apologising. You both had a lot of pent-up anger, and these things need to be hashed out. But it shouldn't be at your expense. Maybe next time we get a spirit box or something. That's expensive. I'm sure I've still got some savings stashed somewhere in the apartment. I'll look into it. Not now, though. Maybe it's time to head home. Not yet. I want to give Emma some more time to cool off. Well, for now, rest. Maybe nap on the sofa for a bit. Ted, I want you to make peace with her. As angry as I'm sure you are, it would make you both feel better. And for what it's worth. I know you need to move on eventually, but... In a selfish way, I'm glad you came back to find me. So am I, be. <laughs> Night, Teddy. That's the spirit. Okay, Teddy. Time to make yourself useful. Let's figure this out. Start small. Paper. Paper isn't too bad. Got you. Gimble and Ghoul is an audio drama series created by Lacey Love Kent. This episode was written and directed by Lacey Love Kent, edited and produced by Victoria Gibb.